0: Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Donkin Kong Connection, the podcast where Dave and I talk all things especially wrestling. Wrestling. We're sorry. Yeah, um, been been a long time. Yeah, it's been at least three weeks, two weeks, something like that. Yeah, it, it's been at least fourteen
1: days. Yeah. Well, um, a life, lot's happened.
0: A lot has happened. Life's gotten in the way. Um, between some shit going on with me, some shit going on with Dave, and yeah. all that. Um, we haven't been able to update you guys and kind of talk with you guys about some professional wrestling. But, again, this is our happy place, so we do want to get back into the swing of things. Um, we're not going to go back and try and recap two and a half weeks of professional wrestling because that's just going to be over-the-top crazy.
1: Yeah, and, and on top of it, it's not like we missed two and a half weeks of maybe just Raws and SmackDowns and stuff like No, we missed double or nothing. We missed some big stuff that happened in T, uh, TNA. We missed some big stuff. Impact uh, and um,
0: Raw, SmackDown, NXT. We releases. missed in your house releases,
1: news, all this stuff. Yeah, there was a lot of stuff that happened that, unfortunately, again, we want to be able to present content to you guys on a weekly basis. Maybe you know, maybe back to doing a couple a week, whatever it may be. Yeah. But unfortunately, the last couple of weeks have just been not the best. Yeah. And haven't allowed us to convene. There, get together. There have been quite a few stresses
0: in the last few weeks that have been out of either of our controls. Yes. Yes. Um, well, but...
1: most of my stresses are in my control. I'm just so busy running and marathoning and stuff like that. But
0: yeah, and my stress came out of nowhere. <laughs> yeah. Regardless, um, I don't really talk to the public about it. But <laughs> let's just say I'm 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 dealing with some shit. We're all better. Um, but there. yeah, we are getting better and we are here to do some wrestling talking. Now, tonight's episode, um, just to get back into the swing of things, uh, Dave came to me with this concept before the show started um, on how what something we wanted to talk about um, with some rumors that have been coming and kind of swirling around the IWC for the last few weeks. And that is, what is going on with the WWE? Now, the reason I ask what is going on with the WWE... Uh, considering the majority of the
1: releases that just happened not too long ago um, were huge, huge names. Yeah, we're not talking like they released just like – I understand Santana Garrett got released and I understand a couple of other lower-key superstars got released. But when you're talking the Black, when you're talking Braun Strowman, when you're talking Samoa Joe, these are big names. Mm-hmm. These are people who were primed for pushes. I mean the Black has went on the record on Twitch – Mm-hmm. Talking about how Vince McMahon wanted to put the United States Championship on him, but wanted to wait until they could get back in front of crowds. Mm-hmm. And subsequently, it's it just didn't happen. Mm-hmm. Now, yes, according to a lot of the internet <laughs> wrestling community, um, there are talks that Tommy End is back into discussion with WWE. Mm-hmm. But then there's also talks that he's in, in discussion, discussion with All Elite. And a lot of people need to remember this. And I've been guilty of it a little bit with saying that all a, all all elite wrestling does is pick up the scrap heap from WWE. But quick history lesson: when WCW was in a lot of trouble, mm-hmm. all WWF at the time did was pick up the scraps. Yeah. Chris Jericho, Eddie Guerrero, Chris Benoit, Dean Malenko, um, Raven, Stone Cold. Now, well no. yeah, even then, if you go even further back, Triple H, Stone Cold, um Mick Foley, Undertaker, like these were all cast offs from WCW <laughs> at one point or another that WWE turned into these great products. So the fact that AEW continues to sign release after release after release after release, the only thing is with AEW, what I'm noticing is they are consistently putting those people and burying him kind of in the mid-card. Now, we saw a little bit of a change with Miro. Mm-hmm. Miro does have the belt, and he seems to be getting a very big push at the moment with that belt. He's almost indestructible, it just seems like. Mm-hmm. But, like, Matt Hardy's kind of been relegated, and um, the tag... FTR. Uh, FTR is you know, kind of stuck in that that little feud that they've got going on right now with um, the Inner Circle. Yeah, and... Pinnacle. and um,
0: oh, what's her, what's P- her pinnacle? name? Yeah, it's the Pinnacle. Um... And then uh, Tay Conti got her her sniff at the world title, Correct. but she's still in that kind of mid-card women's yeah. division like she, and stuff she, like she that. She
1: lost, so now she falls back down the card. Yeah. It's just what happened. And that's how AEW portrays their yeah. stuff. But the big thing going on with these releases is that there was an article that came out that part of the reason why WWE did these dumps, these releases, mm-hmm. was because there's talks of a sale. Yeah. To a third party, which I believe is NBC. Yeah,
0: right now the the biggest rumor is that NBC is in talks of purchasing the WWE, which would make sense po- uh, post the recent Peacock deal Yep, um, that just went through the purchase of the WWE Network and all of their programming to Peacock exclusively. Um, it would make a lot of sense that way. Now, here's where things get a little rocky.
1: What then happens... With Fox, see that's the problem. Is Fox is a huge money contract, and they've dumped a lot of money into WWE to get these exclusive rights to their SmackDown brand mm-hmm. and the talent that's on SmackDown. Because again, we don't we don't want to say one show is better than the other. More talent on one show than the th- t.Here's Smackdown a SmackDown has been a leaps divide. and bounds yes, yes.
0: ahead of
1: Raw in terms of professional wrestling and storytelling. Correct from the reintroduction of this Roman Reigns character that we're getting to the way that they took G- uh, Jimmy Uso, main Jay. He- uh, Jay Uso made a main event in Jay Uso. Mm-hmm. Now they've brought Jimmy back into the fold. And the there whole-
0: can, and it's not like, so with, with raw, we see a lot of the same guys in the, a lot of the same positions. You always see the new day in and contention. You always see Drew McIntyre currently in the world title picture. Mm-hmm. Who in the hell thought that Rey Mysterio would find
1: himself in Hell in a Cell with Roman Reigns four weeks ago? I know. I know. It's incredible the way that they're, they're intertwining stories. Now, don't get me wrong. SmackDown has fallen kind of complacent with that Intercontinental division right now because it just seems like they're keeping the same four guys in there, and all they're doing is they're rotating out tag matches. And, and here's the thing. Even the, even though each time,
0: it's slightly different. Yeah, and just two or three weeks ago, they were about to stick another guy into that division. And then days later, they cut his ass. Yes, yes. Well, I don't know where this goes uh, in terms of, like, if NBC says, uh, is to purchase WWE. Is that a potential working relationship between Raw on NBC and SmackDown on Fox? Or does Fox get bought out and all of it goes to NBC? What happens? That's what I don't know.
1: Well... The f- the first thing is I really – I if, if we're just going to look at it as an entertainment package, mm-hmm. okay, they need to continue to keep it separate with NXT. I think NXT needs to be your professional wrestling standard. Yes. That needs to be your sport, okay? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> with Raw and SmackDown, I think you need to get rid of the brand split. I think you need to get rid of dual tag team champions. I think you need to get rid of dual women's champions. Mm-hmm. I think you need to keep the two big belts, you need the two the- mid, two mid cards. Yep, and
0: then have a tag and a
1: women's. Correct, um, and a women's tag. Yeah, if you can get the division right. Okay. Exactly. Now, with all that being said, I think you need to have interchangeable parts between the shows. Mm-hmm. If the idea is to then ha- still have your Friday night show and your Monday night show, if that is the plan, right? Mm-hmm. Your main title contender on that Friday night show and your main mid card title holder, mm-hmm. they need to always be present on that show. That doesn't mean that you can't do like when they do when they do the Survivor series and stuff like that, then you can figure out like these are your two captains or whatever, and then you got the two captains on the other side. But your tag team division, you you know, I love the dirty dogs. Yeah. And I love the Viking Raiders, and I love the New Day, and RK Bro is street really profits. Street profits. You've got a really good tag division if it wasn't split up between exactly. two brands, and even Alpha mm-hmm. Academy is getting pretty good right now. Oh yeah. So, I mean, you've got a really good, and- a really good tag division if it's not broken up, and that is why we've said, in, well, I've said in the past, and I know you've agreed with me. The reason why AEW's tag division gets so much praise, is because it's not dissected. They don't have a tag division on dark and a tag division on dynamite.
0: Yeah, so so here's my here's my rebuttal back. Uh, it's not a rebuttal; it's an agreement. Um, specifically in terms of Survivor Series, Survivor Series has worked brand versus brand, the battle of brand supremacy, kind of like bragging rights used to years ago. Yes, where there was a true brand split. The I think Survivor Series could easily jump right back to the way it used to be. When there was no brand split, where you have your... So what you could do is like continue to follow the same Survivor Series champion versus champion thing, but you have it for your world title and your midcard title. Yep. In terms of your Survivor Series teams, for the men's team, you can have five guys versus five guys that are feuding. Five faces versus five heels. Yeah. Something like that. It doesn't need to be a brand split. You can have two tag teams and a singles guy, two tagged, whatever you decide you want to do. Mm-hmm. Or you can do it as tryouts you have to have matches against other guys and if you win this match you're in the survivor series and then have a random pool drawing there could there's so many ways that could work in terms of the women's title there's no there's not two women's title the women's champion is captain of one team and the
1: challenger is the captain of the other team and then you build your teams from there so i want to correct myself because now that you've shine the light on the women's title maybe you still keep two women's titles maybe you keep your predominant women's championship on one and predominant women's champion on another because that does make sense because the divisions are quite large for the, yeah excuse me because, for, the, for the women's title and
0: that also saves a fact because back when there was only one one women's title there were tiny divisions yeah. there was maybe six seven eight people in the division yeah now you have 20 30 individuals on a women's division at a time yeah If you don't have two belts, but don't call it the Raw Women's title or the SmackDown Women's title, have it be like... Come up with something kind of like the Intercontinental or the U.S. Mm -hmm. Come up with a different uh, differentiation of them. Yeah. Instead of like a women's and a divas title. Yeah. Just come up with some uh, differentiating point that puts the two together, but they're still on the
1: even playing field. Yeah, I know what you're saying. I I get what you're saying. Um... The WWE just. If this sale is really what's going to happen, do you think we're going to see more roster cuts?
0: So, something you and I talked about before the show came on, to answer your question immediately, no. I hope not. Could we possibly? Do I want there to be? No way. No, as any
1: fan, we don't want that to be.
0: I think we see more influx of guys and gals that fit the mold better in other locations or quote-unquote territories. Or media. Or media. You take your wrestling, your pure professional wrestling talent and put them on NXT. NXT is not a sub-brand. They are their own brand now. I mean, they, they proved it They again. prove it. They proved it on Sunday yeah. at take, uh, TakeOver. Take your guys that are in professional wrestling matches. Your Daniel Bryans. Your Cesaros. Your Tommy and Alistair Blacks. Put them in the professional wrestling umbrella. Mm-hmm. Your storytellers. Your Roman Reigns, your Seth Rollins, these guys. Put them on Raw and SmackDown. Have them as your um, your storytelling, your fu- uh, fun, your um. Exactly, I say the word storytellers, but that's because that's what they are. Put them on your storytelling. Your brands. characters, yes.
1: So I I like that, but you do mm-hmm. need you you do need these you do need these. See, everybody you're listing, as far as storytellers, they're all heels. Yeah. Seth Rollins, Roman Reigns. But, okay,
0: so here's a rebuttal. Big E. He is a face, but he's a storyteller more than a professional wrestler. I'm not saying he's not a professional wrestler, but he can tell very, 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 very good stories. Mm -hmm. And so can Daniel Bryan. Daniel Bryan could stay on Ron Smackdown as well. But I think he could also have... I don't think he's going to be staying regardless. Yeah. But a guy like him, I see him being in a professional wrestling match against like Adam Cole or John Gargano over being in a story-based feud with Seth Rollins. Yeah. It, it, I don't want to see people getting cut, but if they do, I want them to go somewhere and flourish. Yeah. Because so one person specifically that was released, that was a major shock to me was Buddy Murphy. Yeah, man. Because I could have, I would have rather seen Buddy Murphy not be on Raw SmackDown, but put him on Two Hundred Five Live.
1: Yeah, put him be- on main event, man. Like, you know what I mean? Just put him on something. Because just look at some of the stuff that he he did. He had one of ago. the best feuds with Aleister Black just two years ago. I mean, what about his stuff with Ali? Yeah. Going into was it WrestleMania 37 in New Jersey, the
0: that one where they was... the one where
1: they had the opening match where he no it was him and Tony Nese I'm sorry yeah I mean that was a great program mm-hmm. that was a great program and I remember when Buddy Murphy was too big to be in the cruiserweight division according to then general manager of the cruiserweights Drake Maverick yeah and they had that great feud Buddy Murphy is just an all around Talent. And I think you and I have said this before. He, he could have been WWE's answer to Kenny Omega.
0: Yes. I I agree with you hundred percent still. He he could have been.
1: Yeah. Now now we may have a possibility of
0: of a buddy Murphy versus Kenny Omega. Yeah.
1: And and actually something we haven't even talked about. Kenny Omega talking about a possible retirement?
0: I did not. I've actually hold on. That's the first I've heard of that.
1: Yeah. Yeah, he, he uh it was something that came through on um one of the
0: is it he, is he
1: tired or is he bored? I, I, I don't know what it is. I I didn't read the article. I just saw like the quick snippet, but he's done a lot in in his time in the ring. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Um he's done a lot of traveling and stuff like that. So I don't know if necessarily he would retire, I, maybe he would take a break. I would I could See a break more than a retirement because, man, I mean, that's such a world talent, and yeah,
0: I mean, he's
1: a quadro champion right with, now, bro. With, with Andrade challenging him, you know,
0: you have Andrade challenging him for the triple A title, you have uh, Sammy Callahan challenging him for the impact and our uh, not impact and ROH impact um, and TNA. TNA titles, and then
1: who's his challenger for the uh, is it Andrade? Like, challenging him also for the AEW World Championship? Oh, he might be. Isn't he going for, like, both those titles? Because yeah, he was talking about how he was going to be the new face of AEW. Yeah, he was. Or is it Pac that's first? I don't know. This there's, <sighs> there's just so much that AEW is doing right now with, with all their talent. It's incredible.
0: Yeah. It's incredible. It's uh, It's definitely interesting. So we will definitely continue to watch and kind of... Conceptualize what happens if this NBC buy goes through or if somebody else, if Fox buys them.
1: Yeah. And then we're not even, we're completely forgotten. You know, you got the two cons battling against each other right now. Tony Khan calling Nick Khan out like crazy. Yeah. Because Nick Khan is trying to work out something with New Japan.
0: Yeah. Like New Japan already has something with AEW. I've said this and I'm going to say, I'm going to put it out in the airwaves again. I think I've said it to you. I am convinced that. extremely under wraps, non-disclosure, all this, yada, 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 that all of these companies are working together
1: in some point, in some form or another. I'm 100% behind you because there is no way, there is no way that this is 1999 in the midst of WCW versus WWF that a WCW talent would have been on a WWF program Talking about the WCW top uh, product. Like we just got with Jericho being on the Stone Cold t- Sessions. Mm-hmm. Talking about All Elite. Talking about the talent in All Elite and how his favorite tag partner of all time is Sammy Guevara. Like, I'm telling you right now. There is, there is something underlying. Correct. And I think
0: that was our first ever <laughs> tiny little peek into... The realm of there is no WWE, AEW, Impact, Ring of Honor, New Japan. There is the world of professional wrestling. Yes. That all these big companies, I'm not going to say all the companies in the world because I don't think a backyard MLW or uh, Beyond Wrestling or GCW is working with WWE, but they're the territories that... The these companies are picking from mm-hmm.
1: when when or they'll send a talent there every once in a while when when um because you gotta remember evolve evolve was never a WWE product until they decided they wanted it to be a WWE product yeah and Jordan Grace former um Impact
0: Knockouts champion just months ago was wrestling for Beyond Wrestling mm-hmm. was wrestling for GCW all these smaller companies. Yep. I'm not going to call them small because they're big in their territory. Yes. But comparatively, they're smaller.
1: Yeah, they don't have a national TV
0: deal. Exactly. They... There is something in the underlying realm. And I don't think there will I don't think it'll ever come out 100%.
1: Oh no, no. But what's going to There's up... something going on. All right. So, when you've got a company like New Japan who's already in a working relationship with AEW, mm-hmm. it's it's I mean, you had um, um, Kenta and John Moxley fight on AEW, right? Mm-hmm. But at the same time, you've got uh Tama talking the Bloodline versus yeah versus, versus uh Guerrillas of Destiny. You know what I mean? And also, there is
0: rumors that at Slammiversary in July, Bullet Club's gonna show up.
1: Yeah, and then and then on top of it. You got was it Junior Fatu? Yeah. Holding a world championship right now. And his cousin, Roman Reigns, is right on the other side of the mm-hmm. right on the side of the ocean. Yeah. Holding a different title. Like, that's that's a that's a collision of the bloodline right yeah. there. Now the biggest issue with this whole thing is who would get the brand supremacy. Whose champion is the one that beats another champion and beats this guy and beats that guy? If
0: we were to ever see an AEW versus WWE, (sighs) it would a million percent have to be Kenny Omega versus Roman Reigns, the two biggest professional wrestlers in the world right now. Or would you say it would be Kenny versus AJ? Who is a bigger star in your
1: eyes, Roman Reigns or AJ Styles? Uh, it, so as it stands right now, it's, it's, Roman, it's Roman Reigns. It's Roman. But I think you get something comple- completely different. I don't think you get Kenny versus Roman because I don't think you want to make either one, one of them. One of them look bad. I, I don't think they I could. I would say bad. I don't but. think you can make it look bad. You just wouldn't want to get like sloppy books You don't want one to pin the other. Correct. I, I think you'd have to go with with AJ or Seth Rollins. Yeah. Cause I think and this isn't anything against um against Roman. I just think with the style of match that you get from a Roman Reigns, you can't necessarily have that clashing of styles with a Kenny Omega. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? You need someone a little bit Buddy Murphy. Yeah, yes. <laughs> Somebody who can move around like that. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I think you get that with AJ Styles, even though he's up there in age. And I think you get that with Seth Rollins and Cesaro. Yeah. Ilya. Finn Balor. Those guys. Mm-hmm. I think Roman would be good against John Moxley. I think yeah. Roman would be good against Darby Allin. Miro. Miro. That's kind of that's where I would see. Then you get someone like Brian Cage versus Brock Lesnar.
0: Yeah, I was gonna say Brock Lesnar versus Jake Hager. Two
1: true, true MMA guys. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, and and I know we're just talking AEW versus WWE. But then there's also but you then...
0: sprinkle in uh, Tetsuya Naito, yes, Kazuchika Okada,
1: uh, Will Osprey. Ospreay. And, and put I, put Will
0: Ospreay and Ricochet in a no, ring together. I want
1: to see that flip shit. Come on, dude. I want to see wrestling. I don't want to just see acrobatics, okay? I know it's cool. Okay, then put Will Ospreay and John Gargano in a ring together. There you go. Adam Cole. Yeah. Just... Uh, put Adam Riley. Cole.
0: Put Adam Cole against... Oh, no. Here we go. Put Red Dragon against Young Bucks. There you go. Put Reed he- Dragon against FTR. Put redragon Dragon against uh, Gorillas of Destiny.
1: Tama Tonga Tonga Loa. Uso's versus Tomatangoa, yeah, Tama Yeah, you know what I mean. This, this, this again. This is a lot of fantasy booking, and, and it's a lot of talk about what ifs and possibilities and stuff like that. But this is all stuff that's been brought to the surface mm-hmm. by a couple of reliable sources. It's simple as that. This is the world we may be entering in the next six months, eight months. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we don't know. It's just, it'd be interesting. It yeah. would be very interesting to see who.
0: if if more interbrand intercompany dynamics continue to blossom th- the opportunities and the possibilities
1: are endless correct the thing is is TNA and AEW have shown that it can work very well mhm WWE has to do something or they will be left in the dust yes they will be left in the dust mm-hmm. you will talk about the largest enterprise in wrestling history, will get left in the dust. It's simple as that. I mean, and, and AEW and, and Impact are not the first brands to do this. New Japan and All Japan have done this multiple New times. New Japan and Ring of Honor. Exactly.
0: This they is did it for quite a while. They actually had, ironically, I remember it was Wrestle Kingdom 11. It was in 2017. The Ring of Honor World Championship was defended on that show. I still remember watching this match to this day. It was Adam Cole versus Kyle O'Reilly for the Ring of Honor World Championship at night one of Wrestle Kingdom 11.
1: It's crazy. But it's it's a reality that we're going to get back into now that borders are starting to open back up and mm-hmm. stuff. I mean, Jesus Piper Niven just showed up on Monday Night Raw. Yeah. I know we're not really talking about these shows and stuff like that, but Piper Niven, an NXT UK talent, is now on Monday Night Raw. Mm-hmm. Like, things are going to start opening up. Things are gonna start changing. Mm-hmm. You're gonna start seeing these wrestling organizations either a becoming more entertainment based, which is what I think may happen when if NBC buys WWE, you're gonna see it turn into a uh, a more of a cinematic world. Yeah. Um, they're gonna put on wrestling shows. They're gonna put their talents on the road to still wrestle events and stuff like that. Or B, you're gonna see like you're saying this intertwining of companies correct you're gonna protect certain superstars you're not gonna let certain superstars get out there and take an L against somebody but you're still gonna put people out there I mean the the dark order versus a, a reformed
0: UE could you imagine a reformation of a cross brand talents of sanity I mean, you can take Alexander Wolfe, Eric Young, Killian Dane, put them all back together
1: and have them just perform sanity Mm -hmm. against different brands, different companies. You know what I'm saying? I mean, you want to we talked about this tag team the last time we were together, Ascension. Do you know they just won a tag team championship? Yep. Like. Get them back. Mm -hmm. I'm not. not, And I get that they did it on a very small promotion. Yeah. But they're back out there. There's just so much, man. There's so much happening in the wrestling world right mm-hmm. now. And we're going to do a better job of making sure that...
0: We continue to bring you guys entertaining content, talking about professional wrestling. Yes. Uh, like we have for these past almost two years. I know, man. It's been almost two years since we started this show. Yeah. Um, and we are at the 81st episode. Uh, we're we're inching slowly, slowly close to that 100th episode the of Century Doink and Doink. Mark. Yeah. Wow. Um, that's crazy. But... I hope you guys did enjoy this episode. Of course, if you guys have any questions, comments, concerns, you can hit us up on our social medias at the – uh, it's at Double Doink Network or at the jailed or – Daryl alphandoink 508. Underscores in between. Of course, if you guys did like this and want to share it with your friends, we are available on all streaming platforms, Spotify, iTunes, and anywhere you can find your favorite podcasts. Again, this has been a Double Doink Network production. I have been Josh. I have been Dave. And we've got two words for you. Doinks out. Doinks out.